to episode two of the Sunday Conversation podcast presented by Loyalty Liquor. I'm Aaron. Across the table from me, that's Ben. Benny, how's your week, pal? Uh, it's been good. I've just been staying, you know, nice and sanitary, washing my hands and uh, just chugging along. Doing doing your part for the uh, the world. I uh, I appreciate you. Um, before we get going, we got a little bit of housekeeping to take care of. Uh, so last week we announced um, the wine bottle giveaway we're going to do. We've changed it slightly. Instead of picking three winners this week, what we're going to do is we're going to pick two winners, and then we'll pick one winner a week going forward until I run out of wine. Right, and we picked two winners because not enough of you guys played. So we're giving you guys one more chance to kind of like, you know, take part in something. You know, be a part of something. It's it's fun. You're 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 building something. So we changed the rules, and now we're just going to do it once a week to uh, to entice the listeners. It's also going to get easier. You don't have to listen through the whole podcast to figure out what month uh, Ben and I were born in. L- listen, just before we get into the winners, like we said last episode, we're figuring this out as we go. Neither of us have any background in this whatsoever. So if we want to change the rules, we're going to change the fucking rules because it's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. So how much time to be a podcaster, that being said. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, no shit, eh? <laughs> hey. Guys, hey, everyone, uh, stay at home and listen to us, all right? Yeah, there's a global pandemic going on. <laughs> Can't leave your house. Perfect. Um, so that being said, the rules are going to change just slightly. Going forward, what you'll have to do is just screenshot that you subscribed on iTunes or uh, followed on Spotify. Send that over to uh, our Instagram account, at Sunday Conversation. Um, and then we'll pick a winner every week. Uh, but so the first, first winners for the first week uh, – our close personal friend, Meredith Cushman, and J.P. Withington. You guys will both get a bottle of wine. I will probably reach out uh, either Monday or Tuesday just to discuss what you like, and uh, I'll get those out to you by the end of next week. Um, oh, so thanks for playing along. Officer J.P. Withington. Excuse me, Officer J.P. Withington. Um, well, even if we didn't want to talk about it, we really don't have much of a choice. Um so COVID-19, the coronavirus, has uh, swept through the world and is causing a ripple effect in, in everything. The economy, local economy, small businesses, restaurants, liquor stores, the world over is changing and changing pretty rapidly. Uh, as of this recording, which is um, Saturday morning, 10, 10.45 on Saturday morning, uh, March 14th. That's Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. It's 9:45 or 9:45 um, in Texas, where the where the coronavirus, in fact, touched down uh, about three days ago in Dallas, and uh, I think I decided that I'm not going to take a stand on the coronavirus till it's over. I'll let you know. I'll let you know how I feel about it when it's over. Hey, if it's ever over, I'll let you know. But uh, there's a. I mean, it's. I, I feel that I've I've spent you know 29 30 years here developing a, a healthy immune system and uh, I guess when I'm ready to go I'll be ready to go but I just I don't think I don't think my time's now so I'm I'm just gonna uh, keep my head down and keep doing my everyday activities which include eating healthy. Um, you know, exercising and thinking positively that you're not going to get the virus. Well, I mean, so, so 
first of all, neither of us are medical doctors by any any stretch of the imagination. I like almost have negative college credits, so I am so far away from being a medical doctor. But that being said, in trusting a couple people's opinions online that are medical doctors, so the latest estimates, you know, just over 5,000 deaths worldwide, 140,000 documented cases. I mean, the reality of the situation is this. If you are under the age of 60, the mortality rate is literally next to nothing, next to nothing. 0.2% um, from 20 to 40, 40 to 60 jumps a little bit to about 0.85%. Um, you know, as it's been documented by the media, this is something that is affecting uh, the older generations and people with autoimmune disease or weakened immune immune systems. Um, so listen, it, it's, it's serious enough and, and it's spreading like wildfire. It's not that complicated though, to, to live your life somewhat normally and, um, and avoid dealing with all the hullabaloo that goes around it. Um, but that being said, we kind of wanted to talk about it from a little bit of a different perspective in the sense of what this means for the world economy and for us and you guys who, you know, judging by our analytics skew between 20 and 40 years old, you know, what this means uh, as an opportunity um, to invest in the stock market or things of that nature if you've not done it in the past. Right. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, you hear a lot about um, wealthy people making, you know, enormous jumps uh, with their net worth in in uh, you know tough economic times. So, you know, that being said, that there there is a way to to you know win in a in a crappy situation, but. Um, you know, it's it's how you it's how you kind of. I mean, it's tough because it's like, okay, do I go to the grocery store and and buy up, you know, all this unnecessary stuff, which may be necessary, or do I sure. take do I take you know, the two hundred bucks that I would have spent at the grocery store, and you know, invest it into a stock that's half price, um, right off the bat, like Penn Gaming. When when they did their and for those of you who don't know that's the um, the company that that acquired a 36% stake in Barstool Sports. So um, you know for me someone that has followed Barstool Sports and has seen you know them rise, I guess and and just grow as a business. I I was you know I was interested in in buying a little piece of that. So. They're at their merger, or I guess at the acquisition, the stock was twenty six bucks. Yep. A couple was it a week or two, three three weeks at the most after it was up to thirty eight bucks. Yep. Now it's down to fifteen. Yep. So, um, you know, I have a feeling it's gonna at least come back, you know, to the to the acquisition price, whether it be within a you know a few months or or a year um but still you're, you're buying something that's that's more than half off and it's like yeah 
Yeah, I you know you said the thing about about the grocery stores, and I don't disagree with that. I mean, so the the conservative estimate is that we are about 11 days behind where Italy is, unless we take drastic measures to um, kind of slow the the spread, flatten the curve, as they've said um, with this thing. So you know whether in 11 days we'll all be stuck in our houses or not, whatever you know. So you know maybe all that stuff at the grocery store will be necessary. Um, but I don't even think it really comes to that. I had this thought last night. Um, so New Haven is a pretty lively city most of the time. Um, and I can always tell how busy it is downtown by the amount of cars that are out in front of my apartment. As I live right downtown and, and as the bars and restaurants fill up downtown, more and more people have to park further away down towards my end of the street. And I walked out. I took the dog outside last night, like 1030, and there's almost no cars out there. It looked like a Monday night. So, um, I had this thought that like, well, odds are for the next month, you're, if you, if you go out a lot, you're not going to be going out nearly as much. You can take that money, whether it's a hundred bucks a weekend, 200 bucks a weekend, whatever, and buy a couple shares of something. Um, you know, there's like you said, everything, everything right now is, severely severely discounted i mean the last the, yesterday they came back a little bit but um they're still down significantly from from where this thing started yeah absolutely it's like you know if there's a half off sale at walmart you probably wouldn't be able to get in the doors but when there's a half off sale on wall street everyone just runs and hides and buys toilet paper um which i mean toilet paper is important don't get me wrong but i just sure. I mean, there's also something called, you know, using the bathroom and then taking a shower. You know, it's like, sure. <laughs> I mean, we, it's like there's there's other ways to 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 clean your yourself in in that respect. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 craziness. Um, it it's a very it's like it's very unique because. Every, every human being has their own like perceptions and their own thoughts and, you know, everyone receives information differently. Um, you know, so it's like, it's very hard to like, you know, go one specific direction in like a time of, you know, like this, it's like, I, I feel like we've dealt we've dealt with like the disease thing, you know, a few times in our lives now with like, sure. you know, the SARS, the avian flu. Although this blah. does this does seem to be the most Right. Know, but it's like also it's like do you wonder do you want okay, when that was happening, how many how many users on Facebook were there? How many users on sure. social media yep. were there? Is yep. it because now there's more users so boom you know, more people know about the, the, you know, the widespread panic. I, I think you sent me a pretty cool, um, what was, what was the thing you sent me that Denzel had said? Oh, uh, so, uh, Denzel Washington said a couple years ago, um, around the time of the last presidential election, which was a quote from, uh, Mark Twain originally, but he said, if you read the newspaper, you're, if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read the newspaper, you're misinformed. Um, but that you're, you're perfectly right. I mean, the media has a responsibility to report the news, but let's face it. We live in a day and age where negativity sells and, and panic sells and 
that's what gets people tuning back in. You know, if it's all fluff pieces and, and happy, happy endings, happy stories, you know, people stop tuning in. Um, but to your point that you were just talking about, the world is significantly more connected now. And you have the ability to see what's going on in places like northern Italy and Wuhan, China and all these places that, you know, 10 years ago, the access to that information wasn't wasn't as readily available. So that helps spread panic. Um, but it's a it's a double edged sword because on the other side of that, it's so much easier to get proper information. It might be convoluted and there might be conflicting reports, but you know the amount of information that's being put out about what to do to help prevent the spread of this is significant as well. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's just you know kind of like what I was saying there. It's like you don't know where to go or what to think and what to do. And I think with that being said simply just focusing on yourself you know what i mean like yep what whether it be washing your hands you know you know maybe you don't ever wash your hands and maybe now you you wash your hands three times a day it's like you know it's like you just gotta you gotta grow from grow from it and it's like the other thing is like if you if you get it which from what i've i've now listened to a couple podcasts um you know, I've, I've read some different articles and if what I've heard is that people are underestimating the length of the coronavirus, meaning in terms of like, um, it, it's not going to be like over next week, you know, it's, yeah, it'll people, be around people think it warms up that this thing is so fatal. Unfortunately, the best way to become immune to it is to get it. Right. So I, I think, um, if you're, I guess, if you've gotten the flu before in your life and you fought it off, it's going to be similar to that from what I understand, except the infection rate will be more. So like if the normal influenza virus um, has like a 2% infection rate per year, th this would have like a 10% from what I, from what I understand, maybe that, that I'm not a math guy, but like. <laughs> Like something along like that ratio, meaning it's just going to infect a, like more people. It, it'll have similar outcomes in terms of like, you know, hey, maybe we'll lose a few pounds. You know, maybe you need to shed some extra weight. It's like get the yeah, flu. Kick, kick, kick start your summer yeah, bot. Kick start summer bot. I love that. It's like, uh, um, how did no, you get your 2020 summer body? Oh, I got I got the coronavirus. <laughs> I it's funny you say that because I was at the gym going back to what you said about, you know, maybe you didn't wash your hands before and now you're washing your hands three times a day. Um, and I do want to get back to the, the kind of uh, investing aspect of this whole thing. But um, I was at the gym yesterday and like one of my big pet peeves, I'm kind of an old school guy when it comes to like the gym. And it's just like gym etiquette, right? Like wipe down your machine after you're done using it, put your weights back. Like, just don't be an asshole. Like don't inconvenience somebody else because you're being lazy. You know, like you're at the gym, you're there to work on yourself. Like, don't be lazy, do the extra step. And I'll tell you what, man, I have never seen so many people wiping down every square inch of the space that they just touched. It was like actually kind of refreshing. I mean, it was ridiculous. People were wiping off things they didn't even need to wipe off. Like, you know, wiping the floor mats they just stepped on. But it was, it was impressive the change in you know a couple of weeks just because of this thing you know yeah it's funny so like um i i guess we'll just say 
my my boss uh they they did a little like a disaster protocol (laughs) and the things that they talked about were more like you know because we have we have convenience stores gas stations liquor store um they're like all right let's just visibly be working and and constantly cleaning things you know show the customers that you know we're going above and beyond you know to to keep a, a a clean workspace and whether you know subconsciously that that puts a little something in their mind like oh last time i went in there they were they were cleaning you know gives them that little extra peace of mind um because at the end of the day the world's not going to stop working like people are going to be going to their jobs it's like if anything you may see you may be able to capitalize on on this situation because someone Maybe calling in sick may open, you know, a, ch- a chance, a, a door for you to, to get some overtime or, um, you know, get some hazard pay. Um, sure. You know, there's Good there's point. a lot of a lot of uh, things you can take out of this. And it's also it, it all comes back to like, you know, health, you know, health is wealth. That's the bottom line. And uh, if you if you practice good health in your life, chances are you're going to be, you know, at much um like a much less uh what's what's the word like um to, in an in infection rate like you're drastically lower risk you're lower risk yeah you're drastically reducing your risk um you know if you eat vegetables and um drink drink water it's like okay now you've you've been practicing for this for for your whole life like yeah um, simple steps man simple steps i mean it's it's the information's all out there it shouldn't take a global pandemic to push people to you know start being healthy whether that means you know through sanitation um and hygiene or just like in your diet and stuff you know like take care of your fucking body you take care of your body it'll take care of you in the long run it'll all work out but to kind of bring this thing back to <clears throat> where we were talking about geez are you are you coughing are you okay? Uh, well, I get allergies this time of year. So, like, it's 65 degrees outside. And I got allergies kicking in. People are avoiding me like I got the plague, you know. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Hey, maybe I, you I feel have, like a may, pariah. Maybe you have the coronita virus with just the small <laughs> the little version. one. Just the little one. Yeah, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it anyways because Yale New Haven Hospital is suspending uh, any visitation from non-essential personnel. Hey, Aaron, let me ask you something real quick. In a in a time of global pandemic, um, global chaos, like where is the last place you'd want to go? Uh, to a hospital. Exactly. Like you just answered that. Like without even. So it's well, like. Call, so, so like so here's the like, thing. Yeah, let's go to the uh, inc- let's go to the incubator. Uh, let's all go breathe in the, the recycled COVID air at the hospital. That's that's well, right. smart. So so. You know, say I, yeah, I have this little cough, which is probably allergy related, but I'm not sure. And I go to the hospital to get checked out and they say, nah, you're good. And you pick it up while you're there. Well, now I just picked, probably picked it up because there's 40 people sitting in the waiting room, like waiting to be seen. You know, odds are it's very possible that one of them has it and it's just floating around the air. Now I have it like, and at the end of the day, there's nothing they can do for me there anyways. You know, just recommend, you know, drinking fluids and, and getting in a healthy diet and resting, you know, I don't need to go to a hospital for that. Yeah. I mean, and obviously not to keep, I mean, Hey, we can kind of carry on about this. Cause this is all like, like 
you know, we're, we're learning about it. Yeah, and, and, uh, so I, I, I listened to the, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. with, he had the, uh, a gentleman who's get, like yeah, the, I'll get the head of the, um, Shoot. center not for that, infectious Not that diseases. I'll hear this, but we should uh, give him at least credit. And, uh, uh, I, I got Michael Osterholm. Michael Osterholm. And he was saying how, um, like the cruise ships that were, that were stuck off the coast with the, um, with the COVID, uh, positive, um, people COVID Jonathan Taves, they, <laughs> they cruise ships are like known for having, um, like their air systems are, it's, it's just purely off like a recycle oh, yeah. based system. So they left these people stranded on the cruise ships and then just pumping recycled air through the cruise ship. So like no one had it. And then the entire cruise ship had it. It's like a mass, like that is like, that's a form of, of, I, I don't even know. Listen, like, I, psychological, I, like imagine warfare. Yeah. Like that's crazy. They just I wouldn't know, let these people off like, and they just, I know people like cruise ships and I understand why I, I've know, never it, been on a cruise, so I, I don't know what they're like. I know people like cruise ships and I understand why, like, you know, it takes you to a bunch of places. Everything is taken care of for you. You don't have to necessarily exert any effort. It's, it's perfect for Americans, but you could not pay me to get on a fucking cruise ship. I mean, what you just said is a perfect example. It's like if one person is sick on a cruise ship and you're quarantined and can't port or, you know, can't land, can't dock, I guess is probably the term I'm, I'm looking for. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with port. I mean, or, you know, can't dock your ship. What the port. fuck do we know? We're not doctors. We've mentioned that multiple times. But, you know, and then now an entire cruise ship has it. And you're talking thousands of people and you got to deal with it. I mean, dude, it is it is like what strikes me is like the dregs of society. And I apologize to anybody listening who's like a fan of cruise ships. Just just not for me. You know, just not my my bag. I love to travel. Uh, oh, just as an aside, my trip to Norway that was I was supposed to leave for next week, but decided to postpone a year. Good thing they they closed the entire country of Norway. So, would it have been the worst thing in the world to get stuck there? Probably not. Um, but that would have sucked. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I saw some article about um, there was like some students in Italy. They're paying like upwards of like twenty thousand bucks to get on these flights to come home. I mean, that's crazy. Meanwhile, yeah. we're getting flights for $42 from, you know, Hartford to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like, uh, I, I guess, I mean, just to to tie up the, the cruise ship little talk, it's like, it's a cheap way to see places, unfortunately. It's like, if, if right. that's... You know, cheap, cheap and easy. I mean, like the convenience factor of it is, is definitely plays a factor in it as well. Right. So um, moving on. All right. Before we uh, get back to it, why don't we hear a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Loyalty Liquors? Yeah. So as we mentioned before in the first episode, Loyalty Liquors is just a small family owned operation in, in the colony, Texas. And uh, they, I guess in, in this time of uh, a bourbon craze, they've been doing an outstanding job um, in, in fulfilling that. Um, I think they've, well, we've done 
we did seven barrel picks in our first year. So, wow. yeah, I mean, definitely pretty, pretty impressive stuff. And uh, Trevor and Aaron, they just went up to Kentucky and did the bourbon trail. And they got since they're oh, since, since they own a store, they got to go and with um, who, who's the lead person at a um, master distiller. Yes, the master distiller. So they got uh, like private uh, master distillery or, or tours from the master distiller. And uh, uh, they ordered three more barrels. So uh-huh. um, check them out. Uh, loyalty Liquors. Um, it's Loyalty underscore Liquors 121 on Instagram. And uh, LoyaltyLiquors121.com. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of neat, neat stuff, some, some cool information. And, uh, you know. It, Actually, that's uh, that. That kind of leads me to my my next point or something I wanted to bring up. Was it? Did you notice an uptick in there this week in terms of like people buying? I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of hard to compare. We had in Texas. we had one of our. Um, I I mean, yesterday. We, yes, we had a great day yesterday. Like, a better day yesterday than we had the previous three Fridays. Yeah, my. Three of my largest retailers called me Thursday because uh, Friday is obviously the last day we can ship stuff out for the week. And uh, three of my largest retailers called me and told me that it was uh, like the week of Christmas in there. It was so busy, which is which is crazy. But it's the Northeast. It's a little bit different. So I was curious because obviously here with snowstorms or fucking hurricanes or if it's going to be a really windy day you know people go to the liquor store and buy a ton of shit like they do at the grocery store so i was curious if it had it was the same down there yeah it's it's funny and i was actually talking to one of my teammates at the liquor store um yesterday and he's a very very wise gentleman um he's he's been working for us for about I'd say six months now. And he's kind of just like at an odd spot in his life. He, he, uh, he worked for, you know, Nokia when they were first starting and, um, uh, worked for, you know, Miller brewing company. And he's had a lot of, you know, some executive jobs. And he was saying to me that what, where the liquor industry is going to, I guess, where it's not going to prosper right now is if at one of the big major brewing companies, you know, an employee gets the virus, you know, obviously we're going back to Corona right now, but it's like if at a major brewery, an employee gets a, gets coronavirus, they're going to have to kind of like shut down, you know, sure. or, or take some sort of precaution. And, uh, but you know, what, it, what is it? The sin industry? It's like, whether the economy's up or whether it's down, it's like people are drinking when they're happy or they're drinking when they're sad. So um, as long as the supply chain's there, I, I don't think there's going to be, you know, a, a lack of of the, you know, the sales, I guess you could say. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because so our company uh, direct imports a lot of our wine or a lot of our European wine. So to keep prices down for us, which in turn allows us to keep prices down for the retailers and bars and restaurants and what have you, um, we directly ship it from 
Europe. We cut out the middleman of a broker uh, or a supplier. Uh, the problem becomes is when you know you import your wine from northern Italy and the entire half of that country shuts down. Well, it's going to cause a ripple in the supply chain. Now we haven't. It hasn't been discussed yet. Luckily for us, we have and had containers on the water with product on them. So <clears throat> they showed up this week and, you know, we'll see. But it, the longer this thing goes, the the more at risk the supply chain will be, at least on products coming from Europe. Um, but that's a good place or as good a place as any to kind of bring this back, even just, even just a little bit, um, just to put this – into perspective as far as it goes financially this legitimately may go if you're under the age of 40 this legitimately may go down as the best the opportunity best, you yeah. will have in your lifetime to buy or invest in the stock market um at the rate that the market's been growing if you take out the blip that was 08 um it's it stands to reason that it will only continue to grow um in this this kind of bull market um, it cannot be overstated how important it is to just take, even if it's 60 extra bucks, you know, buy a couple shares of something at $30 a share and just hold on to it. You know, if you're under the it, age of 40, hold on, let me just finish this thought real quick. If you're under the age of 40, you're going to have at least 25 years before you're of retirement age and, you know, $60 that gains 3% every year for 25 years, like that adds up. So extrapolate that out and multiply it by however much you decide to invest. I mean, you're only doing yourself a favor in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I was going to say is um, if you're nervous or scared, uh, for one, no one's no one's holding the gun to your head. Uh, for right. two, if you're if you're that worried that the stock market isn't going to come back, then there's going to be much bigger fish to fry. You know what I mean? We're we're talking like if you're if you're that worried about uh you know putting 60 bucks into a company that's that's down, you know, to half of what it was a couple months ago, it's like then like what what are your uh what are your off-grid skills like? Like how are you like <laughs> are, are you like what are you going to be able to fish, hunt um Start create a fire. fire um like come on people like it's like your air conditioning's still on you you know it's like your you know your toilet's still running right now it's like th there's this is going to happen multiple times in our lifetime and yeah. i was talking i was talking to my cousin and um he's he's younger than me like 3 4 years younger than me uh, he's, he is a math guy. I'm, <laughs> as I mentioned before, I'm not a math guy. Well, he is a math guy and very, very savvy, uh, young man. And, and we were talking the other day, he's like, Benny, he's like, this is the easiest money I'll ever make in my life. And this is a kid that's, you know, 20, 27 talking, uh, 26. I'm not sure how old he is. Um, but it's like, you know, he, if he gets it, then anyone, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it like that. Cause he's very, very smart. And like, um, I don't, I don't mean like if he gets, but I mean like 
where where is the why is why is he the way he is you know and the rest of the world you know is the way they are you know well, in terms in terms of just like you know it's not like he's been gifted with this information like like we talked about in episode 1 it's like he's gone out of his way you know i think when he was in college he had he had an internship with uh like with an investment bank um not that he's in investment banking at all but you know he just learned it was one more thing that he learned and i mean i he's much younger than me and i look to him for for a, a lot of like financial guidance and it's like you know he he's totally right you know people people will make fortunes during corona 2020 yeah, it's um, it, what you, and what you said is true. If you're truly concerned about the the volatility of the market and it not coming back, I mean, you know. So I, I've talked about the financial collapse of 2008 quite a bit, but I've been learning more and more about it, and it's fucking fascinating. But like, if the U.S. government didn't allow the world economy to fail in 2008, this is not going to cause the world economy to fail in 2020 because this is not an economic situation that was an economic situation but if you're truly concerned about it i mean i'll be honest with you it doesn't matter how much money you'll put in because you won't nobody will have any money and it will be pandemonium you think this is bad now wait until that happens and it's not going to happen so at the end of the day you know you may have another month here where the markets continue to decline with slight spikes like we saw yesterday but at the end of the day you know all these stocks it, it just just an example, Tesla, which, you know, is a, is a blue chip stock these days is, you know, I think the most, um, the most profitable American automaker. Um, yeah, their market cap is bigger than four. Yeah, they have it right. The highest, the highest market cap. That's I think combined actually, um, their stock was over $900 a share about three, three and a half weeks ago. It's down to 533 dollars a share as of closing yesterday. If you don't think that Elon Musk is going to be able to pull Tesla back up to where it was and then exceed that, you're crazy. I mean, you're talking almost 50% off on Tesla stock. Disney, Disney down $46 a share in the last three months. It's slightly less than that since this coronavirus thing started. But in the last three months, Disney stock is down $46 a share. The amount of properties that Disney owns alone will show you that Disney will recover. Disney's $101 a share right now. So $101, that's one night out. I, well, for me, I don't know about, you know, the listeners, but for me, that's one night out. So it just, and, and those are, those are two blue chip stocks that people know about. Do a little bit of research. If you want, you can DM us on our Instagram. We'll show you some tips of some things we like. We're not going to sit here and list every fucking stock on the stock exchange and be like, you know, the upside in this one's, but you know, you can talk to us directly. It's a very interactive thing. Um, but it just cannot be overstated about how important this time is in in your financial life. Even if it's something as simple as upping your contribution in your 401k. You know, personally, I was contributing 10%. I upped it to 12% because that 2% extra will get you just that much more because everything's a little bit cheaper. I mean, just simple things like that that you can do that are passive investing that you don't have to think about. I mean, will pay off in huge dividends, no pun intended, in the long run. Right. And as Warren Buffett says, I mean, obviously the number one rule right now, not, not to sell. And, um, 
yes. one of one of his favorite quotes is like when he was asked like, "Oh, hey Warren, you lost eleven billion dollars this week." He says, "I didn't lose anything because I didn't sell anything. Um, you only lose when you sell." And exactly. that just ties right back into to when, you know, it, it, there's going to there'd be much larger pandemonium at the ATMs, you know, just like right. if, if, if people if people truly think that that the bank holds all of your money, then um, you need to Google fractional reserve banking um, because it might it might uh it might open your eyes a little bit um to to the fact that the money's not in the bank and that's what happened in the great depression everyone tried right. to go to the bank and, and take their money out and they couldn't it wasn't there so um, if you just if you, you know and even like you know just uh, i wanted to talk about something else in a second but you know the the fdic uh what is it federal deposit insurance you know, that's only good up to 100 grand, which, you know, for probably everybody listening, oh, it's 200 now. All right. So for everybody listening, probably doesn't apply because your money's insured. But like, you know, the uber rich, even though if they have 400 different bank accounts, I mean, that money's only insured up to that point. So that should show you right there that if your money isn't insured past that point, it's because they don't have the money to back all the money that they have in their bank. But we can get into that another time. I did want to talk about... Um, just one kind of random thing that came out of this was or, or of, of all the things that have been canceled and all the country's borders that have been closed and all the sporting leagues that have stopped play and all this stuff. Um, I found this interesting South by Southwest, which is, uh, you know, a conference slash a tech conference slash music festival in Austin, Texas. That's taken place every year for the last, I believe, 34 years had to cancel. So if you think you have it bad, I, I looked at some of the numbers and. Last year, they had 280,000 paid attendees at a low ticket cost. The lowest ticket cost is $825. So if you extrapolate that out, that is $231 million in gross uh, gross revenue. I shouldn't say gross profit because that doesn't take into account their fixed expenses, none of which will be refunded. So – if you think you got it bad, you could have paid a thousand dollars to go to South by Southwest plus a plane ticket and gotten zero dollars of that back. So I mean, pretty shitty. Uh, pretty shitty if you were planning on going to South by Southwest. Yeah, and it's funny you kind of bring that up because, um, I, it's got me thinking. And as a, as an, a retired semi-professional hockey player, um, a lot of my you know, dream when I was playing was like, you know, trying to get called up. Right. Right. So it's like all these, all the, you know, the NBA, you know, the NHL, actually, what is, what's the official count for like, do you want, can you tell me that information right now? Like who has canceled their seasons right now? Oh, NBA, NBA, NHL. Okay. So um, there you have it. So like the NHL is done and, I'm just thinking here of like of of the people who, you know, obviously, like maybe they'd be at this point in the American Hockey League who've battled their whole entire lives. Um, they have this small window, an opportunity to maybe get called up here, and it's like here the season's over. And and I realize there's like, right. you know, 
people are losing their jobs. But I mean, that, that is something that, that, you know, it was just in the back of my mind the other day I was, I was driving, I was like, man, that's really got to suck for like, you know, the kid who's been battling his whole life. And it's like, who knows if he gets that chance ever again. And, and it's like, you know, but then I guess I can follow that up with like, you know, the, all the, the people who work at the rinks who are depending on that, you know, sure. that income, whether and, and, it be like 10 bucks an hour, right. you know, like something so low and it's like more of like a necessity for life. Um, you know, it's definitely, it, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting time. I, I have we ever seen this in our life? 30 no, years I was, in, I was just, we haven't I was seen, just um, say, I was just going to say, and, and, you know, recorded history in, uh, I guess the bubonic plague technically counts as recorded history, so we won't go that far back. But, you know, since the, the um, beginning of all these major sports leagues, you know, there's never been a time when play has been – the only time play has been suspended this severely has been due to world wars, you know. Uh, so just to kind of keep things in perspective that, you know, seasons weren't getting canceled for world wars, let alone, you know, diseases and, and things of that nature. So it kind of shows you the unprecedented – time that we're living in. I mean, this is a seminal moment in world history that will be talked about and our children and grandchildren will probably learn about in school. So I, I, I do have one thing I have to bring up, and this is this is something I've felt for a long time, but it kind of was exacerbated yesterday. I, I've, I've hated the grocery store for years and not the, not the act of grocery shopping or going to the grocery store. Um, I love cooking. I'm not, you know, I'm okay at it. My sister is a graduate of the Culinary Institute of America, so it doesn't matter how good I'll be. I'll never be as good as her. So <laughs> okay, cook. Um, but I like cooking. I do a lot of my cooking at home. But I always have hated the grocery store because it's it's this the last place on earth where there is just no common decency whatsoever. You know, people just it's my comparison has always been it's what the roads would be like if there was no lanes. You know, people just driving their carts fucking wherever the hell they want, leaving them anywhere, leaving them in the middle of the aisle. People blocking the entire aisle, not paying attention. You know, like there's just no common decency. There's no manners. It's basically a free for all. It's organized chaos. Yesterday when I went and I this always happens to me, whether it be snowstorm, hurricane, global pandemic. I always seem to have to go grocery shopping when like the grocery stores are at full capacity. Mob city. People. Mob city. I mean, no tuna fish, no bread, no canned soup, no milk. Like, you know, it, the amount of things that were left behind though, like plenty of produce, plenty of vegetables, you know, which yeah, the, I get are perishable, <laughs> but like, you know, stuff the that most will boost your immune stuff, system. Right. Yeah, right. Stuff that will help you stay healthy. Plenty of that left behind. Uh, frozen food aisles cleaned out. Um, so basically what I wanted to get to is just if everybody could just be a little bit more respectful at the grocery store, what a world it would fucking be. I mean, it's going to get to the point where one of these days you're going to see me on the news for getting in a brawl with somebody at the fucking grocery store because I just can't take it anymore. I got a lady. I'm walking in the grocery store. There's obviously a ton of people in there. There's two older people that are kind of going in front of me trying to get through the exit door. So I'm waiting patiently for them to go by. This lady cuts me off and just runs into my car. And instead of like turning around and being like, oh, I'm sorry, my fault, just keeps on walking. I'm like, 
what the fuck is going on here? Like, if you smashed your car into somebody on the highway, you'd be like, at least be like, hey, my fault. I'm sorry. You know, let's let's talk about this. So it just drives me nuts, man. I mean, I don't know. There's really no point to any of that. It just I had to get that off my chest. Who's going to be the first company to come out with uh, shopping cart insurance? Um, (laughs) But the only problem is you're going to have to buy your own shopping carts. I mean, you already have to bring your own bags to the grocery store, which is a good thing. Um, but you'll have to be bringing your own grocery grocery cart to the, uh, to the grocery store as well. But, um, uh, yeah, the other, like, I guess the only thing I have to say about the grocery store is I was reading something about like, you know, if, if we're talking about investing and, and saving and, sure. and being smart with our money on, on th- this podcast, it's like one of this, like the top five things that people are doing right now, like at the grocery store, it's like buying things that they've never purchased before thinking (laughs) that they'll use it it's like if you go into the grocery store with a plan you know it's like okay i'm gonna go spend 200 bucks at the grocery store in in supplies just imagine if you spent 200 bucks on the actual things that you eat every day for the next you know that's you just now you just went grocery shopping one time for a couple weeks and like you're going to eat all of that stuff. So it's like be smart. Like don't buy the freaking you know Mexican jumping beans because hey, skip you, the skip the Oreos, you know. <laughs> hey, no no no. Get double stuff for survival situation. That's what, yeah, that's what I, they're built. That for. is that is indubitably the best Oreo. And I will argue with anybody who tries to argue double stuff, not the mega stuff. That's too much stuff. Double stuff is the perfect amount of stuff. It's I, I, don't at me. I don't need to hear your opinion. Cause I know I'm right. Um, and with that being said, I think, we uh, have, uh, I think, I think we'll wrap it up here. So, uh, just two things, uh, one more thing to add. And then just one more thing of housekeeping. Um, it should be said and people should be commended because, with these like, you know, super negative global pandemics and world disasters, um, the resiliency of the human race does show through a lot. And you have a lot of people that whether they should be nicer on a daily basis, that's up for discussion. But, you know, you see a lot of people going out of their way to help others. uh, And it kind of shows you what makes humans a little bit different than everybody else is just the fact that, you know, we rally around each other um, so there's a lot of encouraging things that come out of situations like this, no doubt about it. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we're the most high-level, sophisticated machines on the planet, and you you are what you think. So if you're gonna sit, if you want to think negatively about anything, chances yep. are you're gonna attract those you know negative thoughts, law of attraction. Um, yep. If you think positive, uh, chances are you will. Uh, positively attract good thoughts and, and bad things won't happen to you. So uh, positive thoughts bring positive things. Be mindful and um, we love you. Hey, thanks to everybody who listened last week. I told Aaron, I was like, hey, man, if, if we get 25 listeners, I'd be jacked up. And uh, we got about 27. So there you <laughs> go. <laughs> No, no we got we got significantly more than that, and it was it was it was cool. It's kind of humbling, you know, to see 
um, you know, people I hadn't spoken to in years reach out and, and say they listened and, and they liked it or, you know, had constructive criticisms for us. I think you'll notice the 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 lack of shout outs in this episode. Uh, you know, we we do listen when people tell us things. Um, but again, it's a learning process and this is all very new to us. So to see that many people listen and uh, and reach out with their support and or criticisms, both positive and or negative um, was, was really cool, really humbling. So continue to keep it coming. I mean, uh, just to go over social one more time, it's at Sunday conversation on Instagram at Suncon pod on Twitter, which is now up and running, um, at Suncon or I'm sorry, Suncon pod at gmail.com. If you want to email us and seriously reach out. I mean, if you have questions about things you want to invest in, or if you're at a restaurant and you want to buy a bottle of wine and you don't know what to pick, I mean, DM us. Like seriously, I mean, we're we're both intelligent dudes. We're interactive, and I'd say there's probably a 90% chance we get back to you in a timely fashion. So, um, with that being said, we'll uh, we'll be back next week with who the hell knows. We'll see what uh, state the world is in at that point. But uh, Benny, good talk, buddy. Love you. Hey, always love you, bro. Love you, man. See ya.